who's going to get the first impression rose? He is so toxic. Do people even come on here to find love? He got a rose over him? I swear she's putting it on for the camera. She's so big. They are perfect together. You know what time it is. Welcome to the Bachelor Bowl. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bachelor Bowl podcast. We are back after a slight one-week hiatus. We were busy. We're university students. Life gets in the way. If you're new here, my name's Michaela. I am one half of this show. I am joined. Did we take a hiatus? We didn't record last week, Dua. <laughs> well, we're leaving this in. And I am joined by my finally not sick roommate and co-host, Miss Dua Rizvi. Dua Rizvi, back at it again on which one? Um, Bachelor. I had to think about which. One. We took a hiatus from um Ballasters last week, so we decided let's 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 not record uh, Bachelor either. We're busy. In my head, we recorded. I was fully convinced. We, just, we honestly, we never had a conversation about it. We just didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, we were like, let's record whatever day, and then. We just didn't do it, and then we just never planned to record no, again. No, Michaela, I think we did. Do I went Dua? and I took a fucking shower because I was sick. I we did a- not record. You slept until two o'clock, and I d- on the day we were supposed to record, and I didn't wake you up. And then we were like, oh, "Let's yeah. figure out a different time to record." And, and then we, we just, just never, never did. did. Yeah, you're right. I can promise you, we didn't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess we didn't record last week, even though maybe it was a fever dream. Because last week hey, I didn't sick that long yeah oh god last week there was a lot of drama though um will's jacket got thrown in the pool by peter peter went home thank god the the pizzapreneur the pizzapreneur is long gone um so is jamie oh jamie left yeah we did not like him he was kind of annoying he got kicked off he got booted out of there sorry no no real sounds during the podcast Sorry, I'm trying to see if we... We did not record last week because I would have posted the graphic and I didn't do it. <laughs> do what? I can promise you. You didn't record. We did not record last week. Guys, why am I remembering this? You dreamed about it then because, I like, we didn't. We we really didn't. The way we're both going to look so stupid if we all yeah. record. We didn't. No, we didn't. We haven't recorded in November. Yeah, because it went up October 27th and it was Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Do and I that's know. where the pizzapreneur stuff start, like, narcissist stuff yes. started. Okay, guys, now that we've established that we did not record last week. And they week, probably all know, because they were like, where's where's the episode? I know you missed us so much. You probably didn't miss me. You probably just missed Mick. She's the only one who is actually smart here. I just say dumb shit and read her notes. I feel like your comments are funnier than mine, though. I am pretty funny. I have to give it to myself. I'm, I'm hilarious. But I'm hilarious. <laughs> Michaela doesn't give herself enough credit. She's had some good one-liners this week. Have I? Yeah, I probably have. Oh, I've had a couple. Everyone's favorite MILF? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's Michaela. favorite MILF. And MILF, because I, I don't have to be a mom. I'm Michaela. It's fine. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. If you thought it was funny, let me know. <laughs> um, So, she like, also... I'm a MILF, but just trade out the word mom for Michaela. It works perfect. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, let's get into it. This week, it started off, well, okay, so the end of last week, Michelle, I don't remember, how did the end of last week even end? I don't remember. Oh, it was, like, Jamie leaving. It was, like, all that drama, stupid stuff. Peter leaving. So, Casey starts opening, um, and he talks about how he likes that Michelle, has a good judgment, and sent Jamie home, 
Um, this is also the second episode that has started, like, this season, and I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you've had four episodes, like, it's half the season that has started with, like, the episode started with Casey going, I just love that, like, insert blank thing about Michelle. Like, I remember when she was, like, it was, like, another situation, I don't remember, I think it was at the end of two weeks ago about, uh... I don't remember anyways. I know what you're talking about. There was like, there was the same situation. It was the same situation where there was drama it was different and she guys. handled it. It was after the first week, I think. With, with, yeah. the, with, with the buddy boy with the playbook. I don't remember his name. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I frankly don't care what his name was. Ryan. Um, oh, like, I, I have no idea. It's just a white boy name. I literally don't know. His name is Ryan. Apparently, he's a former. I would listen to Clickbait this week where he was on. And it those printouts where he was like, don't be prideful and whatever was just his quote-unquote journal that he put in a Google Doc and printed. That is the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard. And then... If he's a farmer, there's more bullshit here than where he works. <laughs> I, took that, I took that from the longest ride, but... Like. Yeah, you did. That's why I laughed. But um, <laughs> there was... There was just like... And then he said that he got his buddy's wife to do all the notes on The Bachelor, even though he like multiple times said no one in his town has ever list, like watched The Bachelor, no one knows about The Bachelor... But then he did um, Bachelor Live on stage and then just went for on Michelle's season. So, But he still allegedly knows nothing about The Bachelor and his friend's wife did that for him. Yeah, whatever. And he didn't have time to read it because he was very busy at his farm. And he also repeated like seven times that it was the biggest agricultural center in the United States. He's from Fresno, guys. He's from a town outside Fresno. Like California? Fresno, California. I'm pretty sure, I guarantee you, the farming capital of the United States is somewhere in, like, Idaho. Can, can yeah. we look that up? Anybody, anybody got a Google? Alexa, what's the farming capital of the United States? Here's something I found on the web. According to Benzinga.com, Homestead Capital USA LLC, Homestead Private Equity. Alexa, Congress. stop. Shut up, you stupid bitch. Okay, well, we're going to look that up, and I'm going to start talking about start talking. this I'm week. I'm going to figure this out. So, Michelle was talking to Caitlin, and she says that, you know, these guys are really good at being vulnerable, and she's having a pretty good time so far. So, Tasha obviously goes to talk to the guys, and she says that this week there's going to be two one-on-ones and one group date. That's the first time we've seen it of like that this, this season, and she leaves the first date card. I was convinced that this was going to go to either Nate, Clayton, or Joe. Martin. It went to Martin. And, uh, okay, I'm sure he's a really nice guy. He's Texas. just... It's Texas. Yeah. Like, it's it's not Fresno. Yeah. Um, Martin is, like, a nice guy. He's just not my favorite. I saw this picture of, uh, Zac Efron on, um... Oh, was that, sh- that show that he did, right? Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. It was, like, the, the traveling... It was, like, yeah. Google Earth, but, like, yeah. uh, Zac Efron. Zac Efron... And it was a picture of Zac Efron, and he had, like, bleached blonde hair and just, like, cuts, like, down his beard. And it was like, this is Martin. And I was like, yeah, basically. Yeah, like, I, just- I don't like Martin. He just, he, he seems like, I told uh, Making Casey that he looks like, he gives me a big, like, U of T, PhD of, like, literary arts or, as Mick said, yeah. like, psychology. I said that he, really, he looked like he was going to go bail some hay with, like, the cut-off flannel shirt. Oh, yeah. Like, what was that? He Big Ryan energy from Fresno, California. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay. So. Like he was buddies with Jamie, which I didn't know. Yeah, so that's. Why Michelle wanted to go on a date with him. Yeah, so, like, that kind of made sense there because he was really close with Jamie and she wanted to see where his head was at. Um, really sneaky of you, Michelle. I appreciate that about ya. Um, I appreciate that about ya. So, Mick. <laughs> I was doing the. Get into it. Yeah, yeah that dance, yeah. Um, I heard it playing in my head when she. Mick just started spontaneously <laughs> dancing, so that's nice. We've been listening to Taylor Swift all day, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, we should probably turn this off. It's gonna burn into the TV. Uh, okay. So, Mick wrote down, I low-key think she sends him home, which- I di- legitimately thought he was going home. I thought he was going home, too, but that's not what happened. Um, he said- she said, Martin, let's get get this love back on track, which I thought was so cheesy, because they were at a BMW racetrack. <laughs> yeah. Doing freaking donuts and, like, drifting like, in was, BMWs. It was really weird. Yeah. I found that date to be, um, kind of boring. Uh, it was very boring. Like, the whole thing. Even when they were talking, I was like, this is really boring. They went and they sat in a hot tub and talked about, or a, tub, a bathtub. Like, I literally don't know if the water was hot or not. There was no steam coming off of it. No, there wasn't. It was like it a just metal, like a- it was like a metal tub. Yeah. They probably store tires in normally. Oh, probably. But then they said, let's put, let's put Michelle and Mark it's like, in there. It's like big, like, do you remember on Peter's season when they were, like, walking, they were on a scavenger hunt through the desert and they had to find him and there was just a hot tub yeah. in the desert? Yeah, it was very weird. Um, yeah, that's the They just energy. talked about Jamie. Like, that's... The entire time. Um, so, going into the night portion, Michelle very much felt like her decision was being questioned and he was, like, trying to defend Jamie, which, like... I didn't get big, like, trying to defend Jamie energy. I didn't either. But I could see there was, like... literally said, I'm not going to sit here and, like, tell you that you should have kept him or anything because, like, that just means I get more time with you then. Yeah. Which I still don't think is the right answer. No, I don't either. I just, I think that, like, in, from a marketing perspective, that wasn't a good idea if he was trying to market himself. (laughs) I made that joke because Casey's sitting here. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to the season finale of the first season of Ballbusters. Our villain origin story. And you will. Season one, episode 20. Yeah. The biggest inside joke there is. Okay. So, moving back to the episode. The night portion of the day, Martin says he's very blunt. And that his dad is bad at communication. Yeah, he was like, my dad was, like, really bad at communication. And my family, like, didn't, didn't like, share emotions and communicate very much. And he said, like, it was just hard for him to be emotional and show emotion. So sometimes he, like, bottles his emotions up, basically. Yeah. And then Which, she... like, all men. All men. But, like, show me a man whose dad didn't have communication issues. Like, okay, we get it. Like... I don't like move on. You're not special. Anyways, just because your daddy didn't talk to you about his feelings doesn't make you very special. What, like what? Man, like I feel like every man in the '90s like didn't talk about their communication, and that's when like these men were born, right? The '90s probably. Yeah, well, yeah I'd say so. They weren't definitely not born in the 2000s. Like late '80s, early. Unless 90s? you're Kenny, and then he was born in like the, the fucking <laughs> the '70s. <laughs> Yo, he was born in, like '80. I think he was born in like 1980. He would 1979. Is he 41? Or is he 40? It's 40. So 1980. 81. 81 it would be. 
Because he turned 40. God, that was Did so... he turn 40 or 41 on the beach? 41. So he turned... So then he was born in 80. Yeah. 1980. Um, okay. So the group date card is... Like, comes in. I remember, like, watching freaking Rodney jump up so fast. Rodney? Rodney the Apple? Rodney? Did you that, um, buddy got it rose? Yeah, we mentioned at the beginning. He, like, didn't go home. I thought oh, that no, was, like, obvious. He got a rose. He got a, he got a rose. They he made out. Yeah. It was really weird, too. Like, he kisses weird. Um, they kind of all do. They <laughs> all do. the weirdest kiss of the episode. Yeah, no. it wasn't. Good point made by Rumi Casey Dobson. Uh, number 23. Casey the Dobson. number one in your heart. <laughs> 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 um she says that it wasn't the weirdest kiss of the of the episode which i think is and she'd be correct very valid um but we'll get to that we'll get yeah, to let's that go into this group date because this was a hot mess so on the group date we had will chris c casey chris g leroy rodney olu brandon uh clayton joe romeo and nate did you uh, really not read that i was because i've been talking a lot i oh, wanted yeah. you to okay you just yeah okay <laughs> okay that means rick has the one-on-one rick and morty rick and morty rick and morty rick and morty rick 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 okay rick. that's enough <laughs> were you videotaping that no oh i was like oh no <laughs> um, okay so yes rick is the one he looked like he was gonna cry when they figured out he had the one-on-one yeah, like whatever okay not my it's favorite, fine it's no fine, it's fine, it's fine. um Oh, see, Martin got the rose because they, you know how they do the jump cuts? Yeah, I hate that. Just I hate it, too. Date, start the next one. I feel like editing-wise, it just has to be easier to do one by one anyway. <laughs> I know. But no. They gotta do like the... So, Nate opens the door to presents for the boys, and they're basically different, like, sets of, like, nightwear. So, like, pajamas and, like, just, like... Is it know. pajamas or pajamas? I say pajamas. I say pajamas. I also say envelope, and you say envelope, and I, I, I know say the way envelope, you, you yeah. say it is right, but it's fine. Um, so the boys get all different fits. Rodney was in like a onesie. Um, somebody who's the guy who was just wearing sweatpants, gray sweatpants. Brandon. Brandon. Chris G had no pants on, or Chris C. Chris C. Chris, Chris C. Chris S. Chris S. He's not even saying. Wait, Chris is it Chris S. S or I think I wrote Chris C, but it, I think it's actually Chris S. It's definitely Chris S. Because he's somebody said Chris S stands for snake or something. Yeah. So, my boyfriend, Clayton, was wearing just... He looked nice. He was wearing just a robe. And I kid you not, ever since I saw him putting that robe on, I quite literally had the casting page, bachelor.com slash casting. You should still go in the next season, though, because Clayton season is almost in filming, but, like, whoever's the next Bachelor, do it should go. I just... I tweeted about this last week, and I was like... Can they please just let me pull a Blake Moynes on Clayton season and come and just show up and I think ask he's me? He's like already down to like top four. I don't fucking care. That's when Heather showed up. Like, I hate to break it to you, honey. I hate to break it to you. This is the love of my I hate to break it to you. Every time that somebody shows up real late, they already know each other. Well, he could already know me if he wanted to. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> this um, I, I really it's really bad. Like I have like a huge crush on him. It's really Aww. fucking bad. Who's got a crush? Yeah, it's like a fucking. Not to out my friend Jake, but he he texted me about one one of my friends uh, today and goes, "Oh, like, did she talk about me? I have a grade nine crush on her." And I was like, "That's how I feel about Clayton," but he doesn't know me. 
He will one day. He better. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um. So they're at. They go to a slumber party. These child. These men are. Ch- these chill men. They're basically children. Are embodying their inner children. They got build the bear. Um. They're playing games. They have cotton candy. Cotton candy. I was forgetting the word. They have popcorn. Um. They had some like it was everything they could ever want. Like literally yeah. big teddy bears everywhere. Pillows. And they are just having the time of their lives. And they're having fun with each other. They're playing, like, Duck Duck Goose and, like, whatever. Abs of Steel. Abs of Steel, whatever that was. Clayton punched. That was horrifying. Who was it? Olu? Olu, I think. Olu with the abs. And it was just, like, a, it was literally, like, it sounded like somebody punched, like, a wall, a brick wall. Like, it was, like, crazy. And Michelle was feeling a little bit excluded here. Yeah. She, like, felt like... They were having so much fun within themselves, like, she didn't feel included, and she had to call guys over to hang out with her, and she just feels like she wasn't seen, or, like, the center of attention, or, like, she just Mm -hmm. felt ignored, and that conversation turned into, um, like, she said that it triggered, like, being in school and, like, not being seen because she was black, um, and, like, I'm, I, it's just, like, that kind of triggered something in her, and she obviously talked about the guys, Talked about it with the guys later. Uh, but before that happened, they had uh, a total... They had to- the word total in it because Bri like, and Nikki Bella were there. It was like total teddy bear takedown. takedown yeah. Thank you, Casey. Because um, she... Michelle was upset just before that. And then they... She like was talking to the producers or whatever. And then they did... They were like, Kayla, let's do total teddy bear takedown. And then... Yeah. And it then, didn't really fix anything, but that's okay. No, and she was sat there with uh, Caitlin and Tasha, and she took a deep breath, and they were like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. And then they were like, well, we heard that deep breath, and she goes, yeah, I'm trying not to cry. Again, just, like, super within themselves, the guys. Um, I think I think if she had, like, gone over and, like, more interacted with them instead of trying to pull them aside and, like, just interacted with the group as a whole, yeah, it wouldn't have felt like that. But I feel like she was trying to, like pull each one individually which is not going to work on a group date yeah and i feel like you eventually probably could have but she had to go more in and like just be part of the group for a couple minutes yeah and really like do whatever they were doing and enjoy getting to know all the guys and see how they interact with each other yeah rather than just with her because when you're in a relationship every time you're together you're not just going to be one-on-one that's very true so with the teddy bear takedown it was this was fun i mean i feel bad for the teddy bears yeah um, so it was Clayton versus Joe. Clayton won, obviously, my baby daddy. Um, it was <sighs> Rodney versus Leroy. I'm pretty sure Rodney won. Then I don't Will remember. Me neither. Um Will took Nate down. Yeah, Will literally ended Nate's life with that fucking teddy bear. It was oh my insane. God. Like literally I thought he was gonna break his neck. And then it was Chris S and Casey. I think Casey won. I would say Casey won, too. And the guys who won got to go on the night portion. Of we're the- forgetting people, too, here. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There was there was 12 guys, 12 guys on the state, and we only listed eight. Um, but the winners got to stay and go on the night portion, and the losers didn't. So, still sick. Still all sick. So, Michelle obviously got really emotional here. We kind of talked about it, but she just, like, didn't really know how to necessarily address it with the guys because... She told them last week in her poem, like, how she felt, and she felt like they, you know, didn't really bring a lot of action. They go to the night portion, and the guys do a little cheers, and they go, cheers to a drama-free day or whatever. LOL. They did not realize what Michelle was about to come in and say. Yeah. So, she comes in, 
and she tells the guys you know like I don't I didn't feel great after that like that I felt really neglected and whatever she said she says you know Nate I want to talk to you first and you know she takes Nate away and then we see Olu sitting there crying because it's reminding him of his sister and all this stuff but she talks to Nate and she tells Nate like I needed you guys to step up today like your actions weren't there I felt neglected basically the same thing and he apologizes and says you know I'm sorry that that happened and that we made you feel like that um he says his actions don't show exactly how he's feeling though like his actions aren't um an accurate representation yeah. of what he feels inside his heart that's that's yes I was trying to I couldn't figure, think of the word um representation of how he feels and what he feels for her so they kind of are okay for a minute yeah um romeo's next and he thanks her for sharing her feelings clayton knows that he can do better and then her and olu have a really nice conversation and olu talks about you know how michelle's story really reminds him of his sisters and how he had to be there for his sisters and they were both very emotional yeah they were both crying and then i called it before she even went to talk to any of the guys that Olu was going to get it because he was being the most vulnerable. He wasn't the only one being, uh, like, he was the only one being like, oh, that's not actually how I feel. Like, yeah, he he connected it to something in his real life. Which led to being vulnerable and vulnerability is the basis of this show. Yeah. Get into it, yeah. Okay, sorry. So that's kind of it. Olu got the rose and we move on to Rick's one-on-one. Rick and Morty. So Rick says he's excited because he's not going to have to share that smile with anyone else. I hated that. <laughs> that was, and the, the sad part is, that wasn't even the worst part of this close. date. Michelle was excited because um, it was a new, it was a fresh start compared to yesterday. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Rick. Sure, he's the nicest guy, probably. He just gives me a little bit of the ick. And yeah. y'all know what the ick is. I can't explain it. He There's just gives me an of, I just have a bunch of Rick X. Rick X. I'm it's sure he's a nice guy. Man. Like, I don't want to, like, hurt him as a person. But, like, him on the show, the way he's being depicted, I have X. Yeah. He, like, it's just, like, it's, like, the little things. And it's literally in his name. Like, Ick is most of his name. <laughs> um, but, like, the way he talks and he, like, talks like this and... It's just like, I literally said that he, when he talks, he sounds like he's trying to shove a turd out of his mouth. Their, and their activity was very confusing to me. I didn't really understand what they were doing. But somewhere in the activity, you know, he talks about his struggles in his life and how his dad died. And for the last 10 years of his dad's life, you know, his dad was kind of depressed and down. And he got a little bit emotional there as well. And he got to share that moment and tell Michelle about that experience for him. And they went on a gondola. I think that was before this part. They went up on a gondola. Yeah, they did. Because she was like, oh, we need to cool down because things are heating up this week or whatever. And It was a nice gondola. Yeah. And then it just shook at the end and mm-hmm. he held her. <gasps> he held her. Oh, my God. Um, Like I said, seems like a nice guy. Not my favorite. Yeah. So he then talks about how this he... This is the night portion, portion of the day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He then talks about how... Before his dad died. Before his dad died, he saw a text on his dad's phone and had to tell his dad... His mom. Oh, sorry. He had to tell his mom that his dad was cheating on him. Yeah. Cheating on her. Yeah. And then... That's awful. That's yeah, so that's bad. literally terrible. And then, like, the next day, 
his mom was like, okay, pack up. We're moving out. We're leaving. Um, yeah. So after that, like, his dad was, like, depressed for, like, 10 years. and Yeah. And he was, like, really going through it. And then his dad died. Um, which is, like, really unfortunate. We never wish that on anyone. And then they, she, like, gave him the rose. Yeah, they talked a little bit. And, and then she said she had a surprise for him. And they went to go see Andy Grammer. And I, when I tell you that when we, he walked, like, we walked over there and it took them a long time to get that lower third up with, I don't think they ever got they it up. They didn't get the lower third up. But Michelle ended up saying it was Andy Grammer. But right away, I'm like, that's Andy Grammer. I know my white pop singers. Yeah. Uh, and it was his new single. And it's so funny to me that this was filmed, like, maybe, like, five months ago now. And it's, it's, like, maybe four, not even. F- like four months maybe like it it definitely has been less than six more than two and it's like his new song that also has not come out yet because it was definitely promo oh it was so promo maybe it's out now i don't know should we check andy grammar um we're gonna move on to the cocktail party so before michelle can even say anything she walks in chris s stands up and publicly obviously because it's at the cocktail party calls out all the men says what they did um like he heard he about this song damn it feels good to be me oh no lease on life that it... one lease on oh. life is it out i don't know figure it out you keep talking I'll figure okay it out. yeah so he like stands up and he goes like i heard about what happened on the group tape that's bullshit like there was 12 of you there all of you ignored her i think that's bullshit i think you're terrible men all these things and it's out andy grammar lease on life is out no we can't we're gonna get copyrighted it was, it was less than five seconds. It's fine. Yeah. So then Brandon goes, oh, uh, Michelle, I wanted to grab you first. Like, as soon as... Well, no, no. Michelle goes, Chris, thank you for saying that. And then Brandon instantly goes, Michelle, I want to grab you first. And Chris goes, actually, man, if uh, I'm actually going to grab her first. And he didn't say if that's okay or anything. I don't think so. And Michelle goes, Brandon did get ask first but i'm gonna go with chris and i'll come back to you in just a minute to brandon and basically chris goes off about the guys and says how he thinks they're like shitty whatever and then fully calls out nate and he kept saying that it was um what was the word he used prodded she prodded it out of him she or it was uh probed he kept probed probed. yes she probed probed it out of me okay i had the wrong consonant but same same idea you just used yeah you just used a d instead of a b yeah it's fine it's fine it's okay he wasn't really making any sense so like no prodded would have made more sense than but allegedly michelle probed 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 out of him that probe like what's a probe (laughs) a probe is like well there's like two two ways like the, a physical probe is like when you take like a stick and like or yeah, like, yeah. reaching for something but like in the legal sense um which is like what they would have been referring to is like the probe of like an investigation where you're like reaching for answers and like really pushing in so an interview smart, but he's actually yeah okay. yeah thank you kcpedia <laughs> <laughs> um so he says that nate basically every time a one-on-one um date card comes in nate goes oh it's not about when, when like it's, it's gonna happen eventually like, yeah he, i don't think he said anything bad i don't think so either he because saying like I, i'm confident that it'll happen soon like like it's not about if i'm gonna get it i will get it because like it's it's not being like 
oh, no, I promise think- that. You have to think you're going to get a one-on-one. Everyone thinks they're going to get a, a one-on-one. Clayton has gotten zero action with Michelle, literally nowhere. And he is literally before every date card, they play the bite of Clayton saying he hopes he's getting the one-on-one. Yep. Uh, every single fucking week. And, and he never gets like, it. But like. But when Nate says it. It's an issue. Apparently he's, he's, uh, has it in the bag. Like, yeah, no. shut up, Chris. Yeah. Like, and it's just jealous that. You are, don't have yeah, it in the bag. Yeah, you're gone. Like, see you in paradise. Ahem. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. No more shirt skirts for you. You're done. <laughs> um, we're really on it with the TikTok references really this week, eh? Oh, no. My, my table. table. It's broken. <laughs> anyway. So, he, but, like, what Nate was doing is literally just being confident in his relationship with Which Michelle. he's allowed to be. It's what you have to do to get through a situation with the girl that you're falling in love with is dating 24 other guys. Like, it's so ridiculous that this was even a conversation because it's yeah. so stupid. Nate so, just kept calling him a dweeb. I was dying. Yeah, no, okay, so basically Michelle comes out and says, I just, okay, so Michelle comes out and like is like, I just heard that um some of you think you have it in the bag, but you don't have like have it like as good as you think you do. Whatever, yada yada yada. Nobody has it in the bag. Yeah, and then she asked to speak to Nate, and she's upset because of how Chris said that Nate at like was acting and didn't like that like at all. And Nate and Michelle are like having issues because of Chris now, um, which like Chris just went out of his way. Like, after his whole freaking speech and then yeah. this thing, he's just going out of his way to make everybody look bad, and it doesn't make him look any better. Yeah. And, uh, so basically, I was, it was just, like, Michelle being like, what, what is going on? And Nate being like, yeah, but it's because I think that our relationship is so strong, and it's not because I think I have it in the bag, um, which is, like, literal common sense. Like, you have to think you're gonna yeah. get a one-on-one every week. Um, but he's like, he was like, things were in his interview. Yeah. Literally the entire point of the show is to get time and create a relationship. Yeah. And so we talked about this last season. The winner will never be somebody who didn't have a one-on-one. Yeah. Like it's just not simple. Yeah. And usually the winner has, before you hit hometowns, usually has two one-on-ones. Yeah. Normally, normally at least one, sometimes two. Yeah. I feel like it's. Uh, it's at least one, usually two. But Nate is like, oh, like, me and Michelle were doing so good, and now we're having problems, and it's because of Chris. So he pulls Chris. He goes, can I talk to you? And they just, like, go upstairs. Nate looked pissed. He was so mad. He literally walks out, and it's, it's like, focused on Chris, and it's, like, you can see Nate in the blurred background, like, turning the corner and then just going pointing at chris and starts walking towards mm-hmm. him and that was very smooth but it was so funny i know um but they like go upstairs so all the guys can see because they're just on a balcony and nate is leaning against the railing and chris is like standing in front of him and nate is like but why but why but why and chris is like she prompted an enemy she yeah prompted an enemy. yeah he and then nate is like trying to ask why and this is the part that stood out to me the most it stood out last week to me in the trailer and it stood up again to me today i kind of mm-hmm. forgot it happened until i saw it again yeah i did too i remember um, we talked about this last week when we watched the previews but yeah um but 
he like Nate was literally standing there asking why and sure he was getting heated as any person would but then um what's his face Chris goes are you gonna put your hands on me and like takes a step back and Nate's like no I'm literally asking you a question that's a microaggression right there of course 100% like if you couldn't obviously tell Nate is a black man and Chris is a white man and saying uh, like that a he, black man is being hostile or are you gonna put your hands on me or, or get aggressive yeah. yeah getting aggressive anything like reactionary like that when they're quite literally not doing anything is a microaggression and i <clears throat> hate to break it to you racism so yeah. no one's gonna call if no one's gonna call chris out on that i will be calling him out on that um and when michelle sees this run back i promise you she's not gonna think that's pretty no but Nate keeps calling him a dweeb. He's like, he's such a dweeb. And I just want this dweeb to go away. And, like, I don't want dweebs like him on this show. I don't want dweebs like, not on this show, like, in this process. I don't want dweebs like him, like, ruining Michelle's time here. Or, like, just making her think that I don't, I'm not here for her. Whatever. And then. Yeah, so then. <laughs> what the, I don't know if that's. Oh, so then Michelle talks to Joe. And he says, you know, like, I actually do have real feelings for you. And he decides that he wants to like show her with actions so he brings her this blanket and they have a nice conversation and i do like joe i think he's definitely a front runner in this process no front runner is a trigger word insert oh, sorry Gre- sorry greg greg grippo has entered the room <laughs> um, <laughs> so back to chris yeah olu tells him that he's not gonna get a rose and chris goes i know they all hate me and you know what when i get a rose i'm gonna wink at olu yeah. Like, literally shut up. Yeah. Your voice drives me crazy. Yeah. So then it's rose ceremony time. And the roses already obviously had or sorry. The roses had already gone to Martin, Olu, and Rick. So then in the actual ceremony, roses went to Brandon, Leroy, Joe, Rodney, Clayton, Casey, Nate, and unfortunately, Chris S. Um, meaning that Will, Chris G, and Romeo were all eliminated tonight. Mm-hmm. Very upsetting. I, I like. I wasn't the biggest fan of Will, but I also, but I liked how I thought they had a cute connection. They did, but like, I, I just, I don't know. There was something about Will that bothered me, and I couldn't put my finger on it. Maybe it was like he was like the Walmart version of Nate. Like literally was. Um, but his face was kind of like like he had like a very like he had a different face than Nate, but they very, looked very yeah, similar. Yeah, um, and so Will. I just, I really admired the way he would always stand up and, like, express his opinion and for what he thought was right. Mm-hmm. Throw back to him. Um, Getting sad because Peter put his, <laughs> his coat in the pool. Coat in the pool. Fighting the pizzapreneur. Um, I think we're really getting to that point now where we actually know everybody's name and, like, when people leave, like, we're going to be a little bit sad. Yeah. Chris G. The only person that I don't, like, like now is Chris S. Everybody else, like, if they stay, I don't care. We're already down to three and then four five six seven eight nine ten like eleven guys that's pretty good quick eh yeah and chris g is gone our canadian mans yeah the um what was he a motivational speaker yeah um well he's not but i think that might be his side gig and he didn't (laughs) he didn't put it on the lower third he's like a bartender or something and then no he had like a real big guy job motivational speakers way more interesting than bartenders they just did that (laughs) no he had like a big guy job yeah i feel like he'd be like an accountant or something it was something like that like a job you go to college for oh okay so and then romeo also was gone 
Romeo, Romeo. Where are four thou Romeo? Um, so Michelle goes to the guys and says, Case, like, I have an announcement to make. Um, next week, this is my, this is my last week at Indian Wells. I will be heading to Minneapolis. Back, I will be heading back to Minneapolis, Minneapolis Minnesota. Minnesota. And then she goes, and you're all coming with me. So they're going to Minnesota. I think they're filming the rest of the season there, basically. Mm-hmm. They're going to see where Michelle's from, where she grew up, her school. It looked like they were at a Twins game at one point. Yeah. looked like they were doing some... I think it was Joe who went to the Twins yeah, game. I think that I think was they the one on Monday. they threw the first pitch. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Looks like a lot of fun things are coming up in Minnesota. Yeah. Which I'm excited because we get a change of scenery, which we haven't had in a couple of seasons. Yeah. Very exciting. All right. Three okay. stars. You're going to go first this week because I always go first. Okay. My three. No, I think I went first last time, but it's fine. No, you didn't. Uh, yes, I did. No, you didn't. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> but if generally, I usually go first. My three stars. Because normally I ask you, but yeah. it's okay. You asked me this week. My three stars. Um, Wardrobe is my third star. Because Caitlin and Tasha looked fantastic in all their dresses. Michelle, all her fits were really good this week and have been this whole season. Oh, except for that first night. It wasn't I bad. liked her it night one dress. It wasn't bad, but it could have been much better. Uh, my second star is gonna have to go to... I feel like nobody really deserves it this week. Is that bad? Like, I feel I feel like this week was kind of like... Nobody was really looking looking too hot. Oh, um, Olu. I'm gonna give it to my second star to Olu because... He was really vulnerable with her and really tried to make her feel good. And I'm not giving a first star this week because nobody really had a great week. Like, no offense, but, like, everybody kind of had issues this week. What about Andy Grammer? Andy Grammer can get the first star. There we go. (laughs) Okay, my three stars this week. My third star has to go to, um... It gets hard this week. Nobody stood out. Okay. Ah, frick. I know my two... Okay, I'm not going to do a third star, okay? I'm doing my my second and my first. My second star goes to um, Clayton in a robe. I love it. Please, like, send me into the next dimension. Please. <laughs> All right? Like, I, I think he could, and I want him to. But aside from me thirsting for Clayton Eckerd, my first star has to go to Nate. It's just, <laughs> it was just so crazy to see how, like, he handled the situation. He literally went, I watched him turn the corner, and he literally pointed in the background and walked up to him. And also just his responses. He he was like, yep, I'm about it, I'm about it, I feel that, I feel that, <laughs> the entire episode. <laughs> and I was like, this man's vocabulary is that of, like, a 17-year-old Toronto man, but that's fine. Okay. <laughs> contenders our rankings um okay my number one is still nate i'm gonna say you want to do yours first yeah my number one is still nate and my number two is joe and my number three is i don't have one so we said we're not ranking clayton right yeah we're not ranking clayton because we all know he's the best right? yeah um okay so my number four is rick and morty and morty my number three <laughs> is rodney my number two is Joe. My number one is Nate Dog. Nate. Oh, that man should not exist. There is a couple guys on this season who you look at him and you're like, a man as fine as you should not exist. God spent extra time crafting your beautiful face. <laughs> like, Nate, Joe, 
Clayton. How do these men exist? How? I don't know, man. Okay, anyways. But um, I think that wraps things up for today. Um, if you're a Taylor Swift fan... Um, it's Red Release Week. It's Red Release Re-Release Week. Re-Release and Week. And I... And with you, um, stay safe because it's going to be an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Um, if you're not, well, you should be. Facts. We truth. will see you next week in Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs>